0: thanks so much for joining me today today the title of my message is you don't know it until you do it jesus said that when we gathered in his name he'd be here and so let's acknowledge him jesus we thank you that you're here we believe you are we thank you that you want to teach us that you want to give us revelation knowledge and um, so we just receive from you today we love you we praise you in jesus name amen He's so good, he's so in love with us, and he does. He wants us to, he wants us to know. He wants us to have revelation knowledge. And you know, James says that so often we hear the word but we don't do the word. And then we're really deceived. And that's what God is talking to us about today. That, you know, we, we think we know it, we know the word of God, we know what to say, but we don't do the word of God. We don't apply it to our life. And if we don't do it, we don't really know it. And that is so true. And, you know, we're thinking that something's going to happen. And um, when we live that way and nothing is going to happen, let me read to you. Be doers of the word, obey the message and not merely listeners to betraying yourself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. And so what is being said here is if we aren't Um, A doer of the word, we're living deceived, thinking something's going to happen that's not going to happen. If anyone only listens to the word without obeying it and being a doer of it, he's like a man that looks in the mirror at his natural face and he thoughtfully observes himself and then he goes off and promptly forgets what he was like. But he who looks carefully into the faultless law, the law of liberty, the law is the law of liberty. The law sets us free. God gives us direction to set us free. And as faithful to it and perseveres and in looking into it, he's not a heedless he who is not a heedless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys. He shall be blessed in all his doing, his life of obedience. And so that the answer is in doing it and having understanding that it is the answer. His way of doing is the answer. And when we just say we know his way, you know, living in his kingdom is different than living the way we lived before we asked him to come and be our God. Living in heaven on the earth is our objective. And to do that, we have to follow his law. And as we just read, it's a law of liberty. His way sets us free. But what we do is we listen to it. you know. Maybe you go to church and you hear a good sermon. You look at the word, you hear it, but you don't do it. It just seems too far out there for you to actually do it. And then you're really just deceiving yourself to thinking that you're right with God because you're not living in the kingdom of God. And not only not um, being right with God, but thinking you are, and then thinking something's going to happen, and it's not going to happen. Like, you know, the Word of God tells us to love, and if we have something against someone, and we just decide, well, it's okay not to do it this time, then we're looking at that law, but we're not doing it. We're thinking that we're right with God, and all these good things are going to happen to us, But as we read just the other day, I don't know, yesterday or the day before, we actually read this. And um, if we break one law, we broke all the law. I guess that was two two days ago when God said to me that I got myself in a real pickle. And um, he is gonna correct us and teach us. And what he meant by that is I, I was doing some of what he said, but not everything. And so then he can't actually do anything. Because we're not in agreement with him. Jesus said when we're in agreement, we can ask what we will, and it will be done for us. God has been so talking to us about receiving from him. And, you know, um, people are crying out to him all the time. And he's saying, well, do this. Do this. Live in my kingdom. I'm giving you revelation knowledge. Do it. But we take it, you know, like, say, this is our revelation knowledge. And we just we just tuck it away. And he's saying, do the word of God, do it, because that's what's going to set you free. That's your answer. Um, that, that is it. So, but instead, we put the word, we put it aside. Well, this is the word of God. We put it aside and we know it, but we don't do it. And then we're living deceived, thinking that something's going to happen that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We're we're calling out to God. We're wondering why it's not happening. And we're waiting and waiting. And then we give up. And then we're frustrated because it's not happening. And it's not happening because we're not doing the word of God. We're not following his way of doing and being right. Jesus said in Matthew 6 that the world chases things. They run around in circles. But when you do things God's way, things will be added to you. And the things that you need are going to be added to you. Plus, right? And so when we know to do it and we don't do it, we don't really know it until we do it is what God is saying. Because, you know, and so much of the time, you don't understand what God is saying to you, even until after you do it. When he tells you to do something and then you do it, then you really know it. So, you know, the same with anything. I mean, You can teach um, your child how to tie their shoes. You can just keep showing them what to do. But until they do it, they don't know it. Until you do the Word of God, God is saying you don't really know it. Because part of knowing the Word of God is doing the Word of God, being an active doer of the Word of God. And, you know, so much of the time we put it aside because it's inconvenient. Like, um... I think a big one is taking your brother to court. You know, we we do it. I'm not saying I do it, but I've seen countless Christians do that. Um, And the Word of God tells us not to. And so we're not really doing the Word of God. And then when we ask God for something, we're deceived into thinking that He's going to do it. Not that He doesn't forgive us, but we got to repent. We got to change our way. We got to get back to that place where we are right with him. So if you're not a doer of the word, then you're really not right with him and you tie his hands and he's not able to do anything. And, you know, so, you know, we know what to do, but we don't do it. And so, like, we know we're not supposed to be borrowing money. We're not supposed to owe any man anything. We know we're supposed to love not to take our brother to court. If someone asks for something, we're not supposed to say no. No. That's your problem. But, you know, we, we do all these things that God is saying not to do. And we don't do things He's saying to do. And so then He's saying we're living deceived. And we don't really know. You can't say you know the Word of God. You can't say you even know God until you start doing God, until you start applying Him to your life. You know, if, if you're in the midst of just, like, really hurt and... um well, let's just say a marriage relationship and you want to get a divorce and you know the Word of God says not to, but you 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 go to different people, you get opinions, and um, you go to God and the enemy sneaks in there and is like, yeah, it's okay, did God really say? He didn't really mean it, he understands your circumstance. But if you give God half a chance, he can work that out. And um, the same with, and that has to do with forgiveness, right? How many times a day should I forgive my brother? Seven times, seventy-seven times? Well, I don't feel like it. I'm hurt. I'm offended. I don't have to be a doormat for this person. And so, you know, our excuses go on and on. And so, again, the word God is saying is, we we don't know the word of God unless you do it. If you actually do it. If you actually go that extra mile and forgive seven times, 77 times a day, if it takes that many, if you go to God and say, I'm hurt, I want to do what you said, but I can't, and I'm expecting you to help me. He's going to do that. He's going to help you. And then you're starting to know God and you know the word of God and he's going to give you wisdom. He's going to show you things that you didn't know before because you're doing it his way. You're going to have his favor because you're doing it his way. You're taking him seriously. You're not saying, yeah, I know I shouldn't. Yeah, I know I should, but I'm not gonna. And I think it's okay with God. I think he gets it. He knows where I'm at. Or sometimes it's time. I don't have time to do that. I don't, I don't, have, I don't, I don't have time to do it God's way. I just have, I have three jobs. I have to work. I can't do that. We have all these excuses to not do the word of God and um so we're living deceived and then on that day jesus said many are going to stand before me and they're going to say i did this in your name i did that in your name he's going to say i didn't know you you who practice lawlessness we think lawlessness is okay and it's not he's going to say i didn't know you he he he's going to reject you because you've been rejecting him you know um this is just my opinion but and i'm judging myself as well because we don't even know that we need correction until God corrects us. But, you know, so often we we have this, and I said, me included, this high and mighty attitude that, you know, I'm a Christian, and this, that, and the other thing, and we get ourselves on this pedestal, and then um, it takes God coming to say, wait a minute, you need correction here. And, you know, while we're doing this, if we don't go to get that correction, And repent, and you know, even say to someone, "Hey, I was really, I was really wrong here. God corrected me, and I'm apologizing to you." And um, you know, we're my opinion is we're making God look really bad. We are, and um, so much of the time, we don't know it if we don't go to Him and let Him correct us. And if we let Him correct us, then we can we can make things better. I'm just feeling him prompt me to tell you about a time where, and it was quite a while ago, I'm glad to say, I've grown from there. But I was, you know, brought up in this haughty kind of family, it's all about us, and and I was a Christian, and I just thought I was right with God, that I couldn't do any wrong. So many people think that, I don't got to do anything. I said the prayer, Jesus did everything else for me, so I don't have to change, I can just live the way I did before, and that's not true. If you get on your knees every day and ask for correction, believe me, you will get it. Anyway, I went in the spade shop, and it was gross. I went in with my little boy. At that time, he was little. And I left the door open because it stunk, and the guy had air conditioning on. The guy he had no self-esteem, and um, he was actually kind of hunched over, and just someone I knew that I could take advantage of, and so I did. And I left the door open, and I got up the next morning to spend my time with God, and He showed me how haughty I was, and He said, I want you to go back there and apologize. And then I want you to pray for Him, for His back, and um, pay Him for the amount that you left that door open. And I ended up giving Him $10. It was only a few minutes, but I just felt like that's what God told me to do, and I wanted to make things right. I wanna represent God. I don't wanna represent me. And I want that correction and we do. And so I went back and he was like, It's okay and I'm like, No, it's not okay and I paid him and I and I repented and and I asked him if I could pray for his back and of course he said yeah. And no, I didn't see anything happen right away, but isn't you know, it, it doesn't mean anything didn't happen and maybe it was more of a heart thing for him, you know, to see someone Um, say they're a Christian and actually act like one. I I know someone who had a Christian person in their life that actually abused um, them and so made God look really bad. And we got to start making God look good by being a doer, by applying the word to our life. And so we actually know it. You know, that experience I had, that made me know the word of God. That made me know God, that made me know how he thinks and how he operates and what upsets them. And, you know, um, we don't know that unless we go to him and get that correction. Unless we're living the word, we don't know the word. And so your experience with God, your correction with God is going to get you to the place where you're actually going to do the word, unless you're not taking God seriously, unless you don't have time to get on your knees every morning, of course, or, or go back to the bait shop and, and get that correction or bake cookies and take it to someone in a nursing home or whatever he asks you to do. If you don't have time for that, then um, that's up to you. But when he's asking you to do things for him, when he's asking you to change things, he's really showing you how to do the word, how to apply the word to your life so that you know the word so that you know him, so that you can live in his kingdom here and now and when you leave here. And so if we're just acting like us and we're saying we're Christians and, you know, we don't give and we hoard and we don't care about the other person, we don't have time for the other person, this, that, and the other thing, we have all these excuses, then we're not really going to know the word. We can know of the word, but unless we're doing the word, We don't know the Word. Unless we're doing the Word of God, we don't really know God. When you do the Word of God, you begin to know God, and you're going to know what He's thinking. You're going to feel His emotions, His opinion, and yeah, you're going to know the Word. You're going to know Him. The more you let Him correct you, the more you apply the Word. And so anything the Word of God tells you to do, when you start doing it, you're going to know the Word of God. If it's just on the paper, you're not going to know it. And that's my message today. You got to do it to know it. And that reminds me of, you know, so much of the time, and in a few minutes, I'm going to offer to pray with you. But so much of the time, we think we can say this prayer and ask Jesus to come in our heart and be the Lord of our life. And we just think it's a paper thing, like it's on the paper. Yeah. The Word is on the paper, I'm signing this agreement, and I'm going to get to go to heaven. But that's not it. The Word of God is God living on the inside of you. And it's you doing it. It's a lifestyle change. It's not you living the way you lived before, but it's you living out the Word. Knowing what the Word says and then doing the Word. So it's not just a paper thing. It's not just a book that um, you got a Bible, someone, you said a prayer, someone gives you a Bible and you put it aside and put it on the shelf. What you're doing is taking that revelation knowledge, the things that you learned, and you're putting it away. And you're not doing it. But then you're calling out to God, 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 why aren't you doing this? God, this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, God is saying, hey, you got the book. You got the instruction. I did everything already that I'm going to do. It's your part. It it it's your call. You talk to the mountain. You forgive. You walk the word out in your life. You do. You seek me and and find me. You get faith. You talk to the mountain. I said that already. And but we got to do our part. We got to do that the stuff God isn't going to do it for you. He's not going to talk to the mountain for you. You got to talk to your mountain. He's not going to resist the enemy for you. You got to resist the enemy. He's not going to read the word for you. He already—he is the word. He knows the word. You got to read the word. You got to get to know him. He already knows you. So it's up to you to walk out that word. It's up to you when you say that prayer to make a commitment and live that new life. Don't live the way you lived before. Because before wasn't as good, Um, and it's not gonna it's not gonna do you any good to live the way you lived before, anymore. You want to live that new way. You want to live in heaven on the earth. You want to be a witness for him. You want to live in good. You want to. We read. This is a law of liberty. This is your answer. Um, Applying the word to your life is your answer to everything. All the good. All your dreams come true. This is the answer. It's not something that God is forcing you to do because he wants to control you. But he's saying this is your answer. The word of God is the truth that will set you free. It's your answer. I'm your answer. I have all the good that you need. I want to love you. I want to take care of you. And I can only do that if you're in agreement with me. I can only do that if you let me. He, he, he's given us a choice. Choose life, he said, don't choose death. And we don't when we don't choose the word of God, we are we're choosing death. We're choosing the wrong way. We're we're choosing the way that leads to destruction. So the power of good and happiness, peace and joy is in the word of God and not just knowing it, but doing it. So if you never asked Jesus, come live on the inside of you, I'd love to say that prayer with you. And It's nothing fancy except that Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, I'm already knocking at the door of your heart, and if you invite me in, I'm going to come in and I'm going to be with you. And he's going to teach you, he's going to train you, he's going to show you how to apply that word to your life so that his power can be there for you so that you can live in heaven on the earth and you can be a witness for him. And um, yeah, he just wants really, really a really good life for you. He said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the fullest until it overflows. But you got to receive that, you got to take it. And so when you ask him to come live on the inside of you, you're taking that. And it's a lifestyle change, it's not just a piece of paper agreement, it's not um, a ticket to heaven, it's not your surety at heaven, but it's a commitment to have a relationship with him, a real live relationship with him, where you just let him teach you his way so you can live good. So let's say that prayer. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you for all your promises. We're asking that you come and live on the inside of us and be our God. Teach us your way. Help us to be like you, to commit to you, to apply your word to our lives so that we can represent you and so that we can live good. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. So if you said that prayer, um, I'd love it so much if you'd let me know. I'm so excited for you. John 1 says, 1-1 says in the beginning was the word and word is God. So you got to look at the word of God to get to know him and then start doing that word. Start doing that word so you can know God. You don't know it unless you're doing it. Thanks so much for listening today and God bless you.